Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. It's Watt Harris, another Panther Ranch podcast. Ah, it's Thursday. And... I know I do two shows a week, but today I'm doing just one because it's been a slow news type of thing. So there's really no freaking point of it. But, um... Starting off with some Pitt football. Pitt landed its first recruit of the 2019 class. Uh, person by the name of Leslie Smith. He's a, uh... Linebacker from the state of Florida. I guess he went to Northwestern High School and obviously that school supposedly is very prominent in producing talent. So, he's around 6 foot 195, so obviously he's got room to grow. And if you look at his offer sheet, there's really no P5 offers. I mean, his biggest offer is probably Temple and there's the Air Force Academy I mean they usually pull out some decent teams oh South Florida was good last year so he has that going for him Fort Atlantic has them so yeah the offer sheet I guess if you're very hardcore about this is very underwhelming to say the least there's no P5 offers and who knows maybe he would have got one down the road, you know, some, you know, some recruits are late bloomers, but in this case, I, I'm thinking he's going to be more of a developmental recruit, in other words, you, you probably won't, if he gets the pit, you're probably not going to see him on the field for a few years, maybe special teams, but obviously he will develop down the road. Excuse me. I'm half asleep. But yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of odd that the um, it's almost by middle of June and we you know Pilly has one recruit and it's hard to say what they're doing yet. It's just more of a wait and see, enjoy the summertime approach. Is how I've you know worded it many times. Also, another news. There was another article, it was an article, I guess, with Heather Like, I guess, talking about. Basically, she's doing some things that other ADs haven't done in the past. And basically, she's trying to build relationships with with a lot of the uh, corporations here, businesses, UPMC especially, which supposedly hasn't really been really been done by any AD here, which is strikingly odd. You would think that the uh, AD would, you know, would do some things, you know, build relationships. So I'm not sure what the mindset is. 
in a case of, you know, some of the former ADs, maybe their idea was, you know, to win games and money will come and keep changing uniform. Oh, keep changing uniforms as well. We're going to keep changing logos, go from Pittsburgh to Pitt, Dino Cat, Dino Beagle. Oh, we're going to switch the script. Basically, yeah, lottery branding all the time. But obviously, Heather's got her um, her work cut for her, obviously doing what she's doing, and and hey, you know, anything to bring more money into the programs, you know, so you can pay coaches' salaries, upgrade facilities, because we're always upgrading. So, on top of the ACC money, bring in the pay. Bring in what money you can, however you do it. If you got to do some sort of discount program for UPMC employees, other other companies, hey, do it. By all means, go for it. I'm all for it. Not much else really going on. Sports-wise, in terms of pit, it's been pretty slow. Which you know you're gonna have that, and of course, you know, we wrapped up the NBA and NHL playoffs. And you know the NBA playoffs, it's almost as like they never happened. Same with the NHL as well, because they were just gone. They were done quickly. Once the Cavaliers pissed away game one, that was pretty much it for that series. After that, that whole stud team stigma was done. And I think LeBron, you know, obviously he's gone. And, you know, I really don't feel sorry for him because with this year's team, you can't say the man didn't have any input. When the, when the team was built. And when they were making all these trades. You know, they tried to build them, a, you know, they tried to salvage some sort of team, you know, mid-season. But, I mean, obviously what, what killed the guy was the fact that um, Kyrie Irving left, wanted to be traded. I mean, so they're pretty much, when that happened, their hopes of a championship pretty much was really tanked really low. Because if they really won a chance at Golden State, if they were going to go back in the finals, they were going to need Kyrie to do that. So really it was just LeBron, Kevin Love, and that was about it. There was really nobody else on that team. You know, people are going to blame probably George Hill in game one for that missed free throw, but he makes that free throw. They're up one, but Golden State got the ball with 4.7 seconds left, which is plenty of time for them because all I got to do is call a timeout. Inbound the ball from their own zone. 
and set up a set up a play. So there, I mean, so there was no guarantee that they were able to win that game, even if they went up one. And of course, game three was crucial for that versus Cleveland. They were at home and. You know, it was a close game, but they couldn't close it out. And once Game Four happened, Game Four they just they just quit and gave up. It was done after that. You know, for the most part, the NBA Finals were determined in the Western Conference Finals. That went seven games. They couldn't close it out. You know, and you know, fortunately for James Harden, that's going to be his legacy is these type of these type of series where he, where he can't close it out. I mean, no doubt he was. You know, he, I think he was probably the NBA's most valuable player this year, but he may not even get that now. I mean, they may look at LeBron's team and say, "Hey, LeBron's team sucked without him, so we're going to give it." Give it to LeBron. I mean, that's just reality. I mean, for Kevin, I mean, for guys like James Harden, I mean, they got to, you know, Harden doesn't have a championship under his belt, and he can't beat Golden State. So, and when you and when you go out like a thud against the Spurs last year, you're not really doing yourself any favors. And also, I hear that Ovechkin, well, not Ovechkin, but we had the Stanley Cup Finals, and basically those that went with a thud as well as the Capitals won that series four games to one, I believe. And if we're really being honest with ourselves, you know, I know a lot of people who hate, you know, Mark Andre Fleury are laughing at him, but if the Thrash, I mean, if uh, the if the Vegas Golden, whatever they are, Knights, I believe, we're going to win that game, let alone that series, they were going to need Dominic Hasek to do that. Mark andre Fleury is good, was good, has had a great playoff, great season, but he's not Dominic Hasek. That team obviously met their match finally in Washington. And I said before on Twitter that, uh, you know, the Caps have you know, been an expansion team for their cup. Does it really count? And of course, I did think, I think get some hate from some Capitals fans over that. But Ovi finally got his cup. And all is right in the world. For a lot of people. And he's been celebrating like hell with it. And of course, for some Sermian people, you we think you think the Capitals were the only ones that have ever celebrated the cup before, but that's just how it is. And now some people are saying that Ovi is uh, surpassed Sidney Crosby now, 
which is hilarious because the guys won three cups. And I guess there's, you know, the statistics are similar, but the thing is, is uh, Crosby's missed a lot more games. He's played one less season than Ov. I, you know, because you know he came in the league a, you know, a year after. But he also missed a lot of games. I think he missed literally an entire season because of concussion problems. You know, there's been times he hasn't been healthy because he because the because you know, the ass beat he takes game in and game out. But their stats are similar. The sp- you know, and of course, Sid has three cups. And any time they've gone head to head for most of the, you know, most of Obi's career, Pens have pretty much owned them. So, Obi's a, I mean, Obi's a great player, obviously. But I don't know, I don't think I would take, I don't think I would take him over Sid. But he's more than welcome to play on Sid's line, though, if he wants. You know, I was gonna say if he didn't win, you know, if he doesn't want, to, if he didn't want a cup this year, he could just take a pay cut and join the Pens and form a super team and do like the NBA did. But I'm at least happy that uh, the Caps, after he beat the Pens, won to win the cup because I would have, I'd have been pissed off if. Uh, if they had, you know, wasted that, or, you know, where they finally get over this hump of beating the Pens, and then you know, then flame out in the next series or the finals. By the way, you guys, the slow, you know, it's obviously this, obviously a slow, slow news. There's really not much going on. Unless you want to, unless you want to you know, argue about hugging after a baseball game, which has been a big thing, you know, you know it's a slow, you know, it's, you know it's slow sports news when guys are writing columns over a high school pitcher hugging his uh, his buddy on another team after a baseball game because you know he didn't go and celebrate with his teammates, so he you know he thought of himself. I'm sure. That high school kid is going to celebrate with his teammates probably eventually, maybe after the hug or after the after the game. I'm sure they probably hit up, you know, they went to a restaurant or they went and had a few. They went and found a uh, the wood. They went to the woods and had a couple of cases of beer. Or their family probably provided them with alcohol. So I don't know, uh, you know. So I'm not seeing you know, that logic. But I mean, as far as uh, other stuff, I mean, the local me is still upset because Antonio Brown didn't go and didn't participate in OTAs, which is, you know, they're voluntary. And you know what? The guy's been in the league for so long. He's done so well that I don't think anybody should be talking about why he missed OTAs. Uh, of course, yeah, he did make the comments about Mason Rudolph, but. Who cares? 
I guess he's not, I mean, of course, you know, Antonio Brown isn't happy with the whole thing about how, uh, I guess he doesn't feel like he's free because no matter where he goes, there's people in his face. That's just part of, you know, being what, you know, in your position, being an athlete, the athlete that you are. I mean, you're, he's very popular. One, of, Probably one of, the, probably the best receiver in the game. I mean, he's very popular. So, of course, can't, people are going to be following him. But I guess he's getting, you know, I guess it's, you know, it's wearing, it's wearing on him and, for me, you know, if the man can't really stand what he says, then stop covering him. Stop interviewing him. Stop following him. Just leave him, leave him be. And same with Antonio Brown. I mean, if he doesn't like all this, go low, just go low profile. Because that's really all you can do. You know, get yourself out of the limelight. So, yeah, like I said, and stuff like this is, you know, they become big stories locally because people, you know, it's, it's slow. But, of course, the kid hugging the, you know, his teammate was a more of a national story and people, you know, about sportsmanship and things. I mean, I don't see it as a big deal. I mean, I'm sure, you know... You, a lot of you growing up, you probably played against your buddies in high school or grade school or whatever. I mean, I used to play against them, you know, in a neighborhood. I mean, we had a baseball, we had two baseball teams in our neighborhood. I mean, we were all on separate teams. Of course, you know, one group, there was the good team and there was a shitty team. I was always on the shitty team. And of course, we'd lose. We'd play these guys and we would lose all the time. And, you know, after the game, it's you know, they celebrated, you know, I mean, one year, they, one year they knocked us out of the playoffs, they celebrated, and it was a good game, and of course, afterwards, we got our free sodas, and whatever else, chips, yeah, we got our free sodas and chips, And we ran around like idiots, being each other up, having fun. I mean, that's just how it is. So, I mean, this is a nothing new. So, I know people are talking about how they can't stand and Tim Brown being as outspoken as he is. But you know what? Great Lobo is outspoken too. A lot of people didn't like him. But they still bought his jersey. They still cheered his ass. And they still went to the games. So, again, once football starts, a lot of this will blow away. But, of course, if when Minute Brown screws up, some people will bring it up, as always. But anyways, guys, I'm surprised I almost got 20 minutes out of this. Because, I, I mean, I was, I was dragging. But, anyway, guys... It's Father's Day weekend coming up for a lot of you, the listener dads. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy it. For some of you that are there, bachelors, my advice is enjoy life. Don't worry about marriage and kids yet. 
it'll, it'll eventually come. And the some, you know, the, the some that are married and don't have kids, I mean, hey, I, I get it. Sometimes you're not ready. Maybe you're just married. But for some, it's just, um, you know, I used, to, I used to harp on people, married people, who, um, who would buy, who would have a bunch of dogs and treat, tell, tell them, that, you know, and consider them as their children, which I, you know, which used to annoy the hell out of me. Because you know, I used to say, well, they're not kids. What the hell are you talking about? But to be honest, for some married couples, it's hard to conceive kids. And for for other and for others, having kids is expensive. It is. I mean, for two of my for two of my kids in a in a decent daycare. This past year, I was we were paying almost three thousand dollars a month. It was uh, thirty two hundred dollars a month we were paying, and you and that, that comes out to almost forty grand a forty grand for the year. A lot of money. I mean, that's why there's there's a reason why some parents they uh, just you know, especially moms, they quit their jobs to take care of their kids. But of course, you gotta make sure you got a debt, and of course, you, know, you gotta make sure the dads make them make enough money as well. I mean, there's just it's just it's a lot. So. I get the finance financial part of it. I mean, my parents that my parents were married in 71, 72. They almost didn't have kids. You know, they they you know, they didn't you know, they they felt they couldn't afford it. But of course, uh, my sister came along years later. You know, that was unplanned. <laughs> I was supposedly planned. But I mean, when you have one thing I've known, one thing I've noticed, but but uh, having kids is people always gonna say when they're re- when they're ready. Thing is, you're never gonna be exactly ready. It's gonna happen, and then eventually, then, then you're gonna be ready. I mean, it's it's weird how that works out. You can probably see the same on marriage too. You're never gonna be ready, but eventually, you know, you, you just gotta make that leap. And then, obviously, when you're down, when you're walking down the aisle, then your ass is re- your ass is ready. But yeah, I mean, so I, I can understand a lot of that. And also, it's a pain to ask to conceive now these days. It's just not easy anymore. Uh, things are just different. For some married people, they, for whatever reason, no matter how hard how hard they try, they can't conceive a kid. Or for some, when they do conceive, they can't. They, they lose the kid. You know, I have you know, I know several people. They had they have, they have one kid, and I guess. They tried again and they lost the child. Or I shouldn't say that they lost, you know, they lost the pregnancy. But after that, I mean, it's a psychological thing. After that, because you're wondering, hey, let's try again. If we do, but what happens if we do? Do we lose it again? I mean, what what happens? How do we how do we live? I mean, it's a it's, it's a stressful thing. But anyways, guys, you know. Enjoy the Father's Day and have a great time. Hell to pit. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
new cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.